Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome to Political Beatdown. I'm Ben Micellis, joined by Michael Cohen. As we are broadcasting live, we are going to hear from the jury in the E. Jean Carroll case against Donald Trump. The jury has reached a verdict any moment right now. We're going to hear from the jury. Michael Cohen and myself, we will be here with you when the jury uh, comes out. They will be reading the uh, jury verdict form. We will let you know what's happening as soon as we hear. That's the verdict form right there for those watching. And of course, we got to talk about Michael Cohen filing a big motion in federal court in the Southern District of Florida. Have a lot to discuss, but we've got breaking news that will be coming any moment now. Michael Cohen, how you doing? You know, I'm hanging in there, Ben, as always. I'm trying to take every day, one day at a time, because that's, that's all I can do right now. Just take it one day at a time. A little overwhelmed. Well, it was a powerful motion that you filed. I have to say, your lawyers are top-notch. Um, you filed this motion to dismiss in connection with Donald Trump's uh, $500 million lawsuit that he yeah. brought in that he brought against you. Um, it was also thanks to the brigade who really stepped up and uh, really yep. came through you know, for you that that motion was, uh, was so significant. I just wanna read for you what's going on in the courtroom right now. Judge Lewis Kaplan just said, all rise, um, uh, all rise, Judge Kaplan came out. I have received a note reading in its entirety verdict. Decorum will be maintained in the courtroom. No shouting, no race for the door. Those are the things that must happen. Let's get the jury. That's happening right now, Cohen. So before going into your case um, and yeah, let's what talk you about E. Jean for a few seconds. Obviously, people have to remember it's a nine-person jury. I think it was like six women, three men. Uh, certainly not good for Donald under those numbers, uh, especially in light of some of the atrocious, stupid, ridiculous, uh, sexist and misogynistic comments that he had made uh, in that interview, uh, the deposition. Uh, it's really hard to imagine that not only was this man uh, the former president of the United States, but with comments like that, that he's actually leading right now, not just in the GOP, but according to this ABC Washington Post poll, that if if they went to, um, if today was the day of the election, that Trump would end up defeating Joe Biden. And I scratch my head and I say, okay, look, I've heard from even from Democrats who are friends of mine, staunch Democrats, that Biden just appears to be old. But they forget the fact that Donald is only three years um, you know, younger than Biden. And you know, as far as I'm concerned, I would sooner take 
a Joe Biden with whatever deficiencies that they claim that he has. I don't see it. Yeah, he looks slower and he looks a little bit tired, but so far I think he's doing a fantastic job for America. Now, look, does that mean I agree with everything that he's doing? No, no. But you may remember, how many times have I said this on this program, Ben? I said, Ed Koch, the famous New York mayor, once said, if you agree with me six out of 12 times, you should vote for me. If you agree with me 12 out of 12 times, you should see a psychiatrist. And it's true, you're not going to agree with every single thing that Biden is doing. In fact, like I'm a little disappointed, you know, right now in a couple of things. First of all, I don't like what's going on with immigration. How many presidents before Joe Biden, including Donald himself, kicked that can, the immigration can, down the road? All right. All of them. All right. And then on top of that, they talk about building a wall. And so let's go back. I mean, Donald's back to this building the wall. We have to keep them out and so on. He didn't build shit when he was president. I mean, seriously, you're talking about, you know, two, three thousand miles worth of wall. He didn't build shit. And all, yeah, okay, everybody got into the act when he would say, you know, who's going to build the wall? We are. And who's going to pay for it? Mexico. Did Mexico pay for it? Did anything... Did anything that Trump say during his campaign, did any of it come true? And the answer is no. But yet, I can't believe this ABC Washington Post poll. And I'm just angry about it. Oh, we have every right to be angry about it. I think that the polls, though, especially at this time, they all show different data. The Rasmussen poll shows that Biden's approval rating is 51%. And so I'm not really worried about the poll at all. Let me say Judge Kaplan just said the clerk will publish the verdict. As to battery, did Miss Carol prove that Mr. Trump raped Miss Carol? Answer, no. Clerk abused Miss Carroll. Yes, dollar amount two million dollars. Trump is found liable for sexually abusing E. Jean Carroll in the civil case. That is breaking news right here while we are live. The breaking news is that Trump has been found liable for sexually abusing E. Jean Carroll in the civil case. Um, the jury did reject E. Jean Carroll's rape claim against Donald Trump, but did find him liable for battery in the 1996 the attack. They're still going through uh, the, uh, the, the form right now as soon as we get more information. But wow. the, while the jury did reject the underlying rape claim, they did find the battery that's taking place. So you may so, remember, Ben, when we were on the program a couple of days ago and you showed the photo, Salty, of uh, Donald with two other folks with the shovel. And I told you that he was full of shit then. There you go. That he was full of shit then and that he was not coming in in order to face his accuser, that he would never show up to the court. I told you simply because I know him all that well. He could sit there and he could say whatever he wants. The only reason he did that is for his fragile ego, whereby he would be, you know, um, talked about in the news or by other people. So, you know, I told you he wasn't. I'll tell you what he's going to do with this specific matter. And Cohen, we, we, we have information on the oh. defamation. Let's I, hear I it. I just want to read that. Defamation, yes. Were Trump's statements false? Yes. Did Trump act with actual malice? Yes. 
Did it result in injury? Yes. Amount of damages, $1 million. Reputational repair, $1.7 million. Wow. So as this information comes in, a big win. Wow, $4.7 million so far for E. Jean. Good for her. A Good big for victory for E. Jean Carroll, who courageously very courageously endured all of this from Donald Trump. Wow. Less than three hours of deliberation. We're getting more information as it comes in. But Michael Cohen, your immediate wow. reaction to this all. But look, you know, who didn't after the you know deposition, the uh, video recorded deposition, not believe that Donald was going to be found liable for the charges, or I should say many of the charges that were levied against him. But nevertheless, what I was going to say before, he will not accept this as a loss. He will not say that he was liable. He will not take accountability or acknowledge what he had done. In fact, he will just make the claim that this was a jury that are anti-Trumpers, as are most people in New York, and that this is all part of the, you know, um, the witch hunt to take him out of the race, but it's not going to, that he and his supporters are more now more f steadfast in this run and that taking back the White House in order to, you know, fix America from this wokeness, he's going to claim all of this bullshit simply because, again, Donald Trump has never, ever had to taste uh, and be held accountable. I do have to say that I think it's going to all change with the Alvin Bragg case. I think it'll change with the Fannie Willis DA uh, in Georgia case. I think it's going to also change with the Mar-a-Lardo documents change uh, charge when uh, that comes through uh, by Jack Smith. You know, the January 6th, I think, is a little bit of a more difficult scenario. I think that's going to take, unfortunately, too long because by the time that thing comes to fruition, we'll be smack in the middle of the um, election process. And I think it'll be very difficult. But assuming that they start moving on the other two cases, because Alvin Briggs is already set in stone, as is, of course, our New York AG, our unsinkable Tish James. But that too, like this case, is civil. It is not criminal. And people have to remember that. But if Folks, you, but then if you if you watched and you saw the lousy deposition and so on, it's why Donald Trump should never be allowed to be deposed. It, depositions are not his friend, despite he talks about his big brain and you know how he uses the best words. Not true. Folks, when we started political beatdown moments ago, we knew that the jury had reached a verdict in the E. Jean Carroll case against Donald Trump. We then just heard what that verdict is, and the jury has concluded that Donald Trump more likely than not sexually abused E. Jean Carroll, a federal civil jury unanimously finds. The jury also found that Donald Trump defamed E. Jean Carroll, that Donald Trump acted with actual malice. The jury has awarded E. Jean Carroll a total of approximately $5 million in damages against Donald Trump. Folks, this is happening 
Right now, we are reporting what the jury is saying literally as we speak. Michael I'll tell you, Cohen, I'll tell you, Ben, I wish that I was day. the foreman. I wish I was the foreman of that. I'd be like, Donald, you owe E. Jean Carroll five million bucks. That's what I would say. And here's the thing, Cohen, too. <laughs> Remember, this is E. Jean Carroll case number two. There still is E. Jean Carroll case number one, where Donald Trump defamed her while Donald Trump was in office. So essentially, the findings here can transmute and be the findings for that case as well. I'm sure E. Jean Carroll's lawyers are just going to say, just take judicial notice of what went down in this trial and judge essentially enter summary judgment. It's the same judge in favor of uh, E. Jean Carroll here. And now also, remember what Donald Trump just did when he was in Ireland, when he was asked by the press and he came up with that lie about why he was there and he said he was going to return, he defamed her again. I think there's at least going to be another E. Jean Carroll lawsuit that she's going to file based on what he said in Ireland, where he said that she's a scam and that she's just going to rake up five million, five million, five million. Donald Trump's going to end up owing her when this is all said and done with all of these cases, probably close to $20 million. But well, I'm, I'm not so sure about that one. I mean, you know, I think the court will take judicial notice that it's an ongoing, continuous uh, scenario and that the defamation has already already caused the damage. I mean, we'd all like to see, again, Donald be held accountable. I mean, how incredible is this? She truly is a heroine. And the amount of attacks that she had to withstand, I mean, it's, I know it because I've been at, I've been down this road myself with attacks from the MAGAs, from the Republicans, from the GOP. You, re, you may remember, Ben, as do our, you know, our, um, you know, a beat down brigaders uh, when I testified, for example, before the House Oversight Committee, how each of those Republican members of Congress just spent five minutes bashing me one after the other. They had all received the talking points from the GOP, you know, uh, from Donald or whoever. Um, they all received the same talking points because they all said the same thing. So I had to listen to that bullshit to be denigrated on lies on lies for what, three and a half hours? Believe me, I know what she went through and it is soul wrenching. It shreds your soul, it fucks up your family, it hurts you in your heart, you know. But today is her day and we should all celebrate E. Jean Carroll and her, and her strength in order to hold a man of power, all right? Forgetting who it is, holding, you know, holding a man of significant power to accountability. That's what this jury did today. And good for E. Jean. I'm very proud of her. A historic day. And of course, we'll go and check back in with what else is going on in those court proceedings and give everybody an update. But just for those just tuning in right now, Trump was found liable for sexually abusing E. Jean Carroll in the federal case. And he was also found liable for defaming E. Jean Carroll. The jury awarded a total of $5 million in damages. Switching gears for a moment. You know, moment, Ben, before my we switch gears, you know the saddest part of all of this? Within five minutes from now, I guarantee you, and I'm going to check my phone, I'll probably get 
an email from Donald, Don Jr., Eric, somebody from the GOP saying, Patriot, Donald is once again being attacked by the radical, you know, by the radical left Democrats of New York, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's now uh, being required to, you know, to pay uh, a lying defendant and he'll do that. Um, You know, there's no doubt in my mind that they will put that out there. They may even put it out there without anybody's name attached to it. So there would be nobody to sue by E. Jean Carroll. But they will do this. They will fundraise off of this. You know, it's it's funny because wouldn't it be nice if he had to cut the check from his own pocket? I don't believe that that's going to happen. He's already raised. He's sitting with over $140, $150 million in his coffers. The guy doesn't spend any money unless it's, you know, for his own benefit. This, of course, he will probably stroke the check out of this super PAC that he's created, and he will end up raising at least this four point seven. If this guy can raise, well, again, I call bullshit on it, but he still raised money. He claimed $17 million post the indictment. How much do you think that they're going to raise off of what they're going to claim is, you know, again, the radical left coming after Donald, you know, for a fraudulent case that never should have seen the light of day in a courthouse. He'll raise a lot of money. As soon as we hear if there is any response from Joe Tacky Takapina or you have another nickname for him or anybody on Donald Trump's side, we will let everybody know. I want to talk about the motion that you filed in federal court in the Southern District of Florida, uh, a motion to dismiss Donald Trump's $500 million case that he brought against you. Can you talk about that filing and uh, generally what, uh, what what you're trying to do with that filing? Obviously, trying to get the case dismissed, um, but what was your main focus on that filing? So the focus is, of course, you have to respond. You have 21 days post receipt, uh, which is you know standard. I was served, uh, and I have 21 days within which to answer. Yes, today was the day. It was filed timely. And if you take a look at it, basically, it's calling the entire action Uh, brought by Trump as retaliatory, no different than the same sort of uh, comments that Judge Alvin K. Hellerstein raised when I was unconstitutionally remanded back to Otisville and put uh, for another 15 days back into solitary um, confinement. So it's the same sort of thing. This is retaliatory. It's witness tampering. It's obstruction of justice. It should be noted that that this specific case after years, I mean, let's not forget, you know, how many years ago uh, that disloyal came out. That was what, 2020. Um, so we're now three years into it, but it only comes out now. And why? Well, because it's only days after the you know district attorney of New York's filings. Uh, that's when, you know, that's when it was done. So there's obviously uh, a lot that we write about uh, in this memorandum, as well as in the motion to dismiss. Um, I have two fantastic lawyers attached to this. Uh, Donya Perry, who was actually the lawyer that was successful, the criminal lawyer that was successful in handling the unconstitutional remand matter and having me returned back to home uh, confinement. 
Uh, and then I have an attorney down in Florida by the name of Benjamin Brodsky. The two of them have been working around the clock. I think the document uh, is perfect. And I think it spells out exactly, exactly uh, the reasons why the judge will dismiss uh, the case. Um, one of the other things is uh, on the 15th of this month, and this is really the first uh, notification of it, uh, there is going to be a discovery uh, meeting uh, between all of the council so that we could end up scheduling Donald for an immediate deposition uh, and so on. And I think, uh, look, if you thought that his deposition in this matter was ridiculous, just wait till Donya Perry and Ben Brodsky right, uh, get him across the table. It's going to be it's going to be something we could probably sell on pay-per-view. That's how funny it's going to be. <laughs> how soon are you going to ask for Donald Trump's deposition? When are you going to ask to have on it the take 15th place? Of, on the 15th of this month. 15th, but when, when, when do you discover, want to? Yep, there's going to be a discovery um, meeting between the parties and the judge. And so you're going to go into that hearing on the 15th. This is the first time you're talking about it. And you're going to ask for what? That he be immediately deposed in the next 30, 60 days, get, take his deposition right away? Correct. As soon as uh, as soon as uh, reasonably possible. You know, who knows what sort of excuse that he'll give why he can or, or he can't uh, do it. He is obligated to do it. And we want that deposition. And I'm more than happy to sit across um, from the table, you know, and to be deposed as well. Uh, because, you know, since day number one, I've stayed consistent with the truth, which is the story, as opposed to the other side, which consistently has made up things, uh, you know, and changed his story virtually daily. And look, they've already took your deposition too, right? I mean, they took your deposition and the other. No, so that, in was, another that was with the New York, yeah, but Ben, that was with the New York AG's case. I was subpoenaed to testify. That was subpoenaed by Trump's counsel, by Alina Haba and by uh, a series of other attorneys that represent other parties in that matter. There's quite a few. Um, but Alina was the one asking the questions, and she asked good questions, to be honest with you. She did. I thought she did a good job. Unfortunately, I don't think it came even remotely close to what they were hoping that would you know, emanate from that deposition, which was inconsistencies uh, or um, you know, inaccurate statements. They're just was not. Uh, I answered every question that I had information to, and I don't believe that that deposition will inure to his benefit. Uh, it certainly will inure to the benefit of the um, New York AG's office, and there were three attorneys from that office there that day as well. You also gave a shout out, or your lawyers referenced, uh, the case that was brought by Jessica Denson, the NDA killer, and Jessica Denson was responsible for challenging the NDAs uh, of Donald Trump. And that actually played a part in uh, ultimately one of the arguments you, that, that was made there, that him both trying to claim confidentiality, but also that you were lying, not only are internally inconsistent, but that it violates public policy in any event because these NDAs have already been determined to be uh, unenforceable per se. Yeah, except 
you know, one of the things that I've been very consistent on again is that I don't recall ever signing an NDA. And there have been uh, two, at least, if not more, but at least two references to this NDA that is alleged that I had signed, uh, yet conspicuously they are omitted from the various documents. They were omitted from this document, this lawsuit, uh, the $500 million lawsuit. That was also when I first uh, was doing the book Disloyal. Uh, there was um, from a attorney by the name of Charles Harder out of California. He references and claims that the NDA is attached. It was never attached. My attorney at the time from the Gilbert firm, a guy named Daniel Wolf, contacted him and asked for these specific, uh, for the specific NDA. And of course, none was ever received. And again, you know, I don't recall ever signing the NDA, but uh, putting all that aside, yes, uh, as you said with Jessica Denson, um, you know, the, the, the ruling is the ruling. And some real fierce footnotes in this as well. I mean, the lawsuit, uh, the uh, motion to dismiss Donald Trump's lawsuit that you filed. I mean, it starts off by saying former President Donald Trump has described his favorite Bible verse as an eye for an eye, which fairly captures his long history of exacting brutal retaliation, both, both broadly against perceived political professional and personal enemies and specifically against defendant Michael Cohen. Then you go to the footnotes, you go plaintiff styles himself as president Donald J. Trump in the complaint caption, although he continues in his refusal to accept this fact. Mr. Trump is not the president of the United States. And then you go on to point out in the motion the fact that Donald Trump was just sanctioned as being a vexatious litigant in the same district court, different judge, but in the Southern District of Florida. That's pointed out that he's been sanctioned for these exact types of lawsuits where he tries to enact revenge against his political enemies to the tune of one million dollars and so i thought it was really important that you know that that information was shared with the judge here and federal judges are now getting very wise to donald trump um and his vexatious litigation tactics and all of the tricks and delays and um i think that's been a major development we've seen but i do think it was important that you highlighted that in the outset yeah look like i said donya perry ben um brodsky they did an incredible, incredible job. I would um, ask our brigaders to read, you know, to read it, uh, enjoy it. First of all, to those who have donated, and you know, we are far from over. We are far from holding Donald accountable. My hope is that this case moves expeditiously, not like in a lawsuit that I currently have that's going to trial in July, where I'm suing for uh, legal fees that were. Um, that were amassed as a direct result of his requests and his needs. Um, I hope that this comes out more expeditiously, and I hope that we have a also positive result the same way that E. Jean Carroll's case is, and I believe that we will. I believe that accountability for Donald is, this is the first time that he's ever being held accountable really for, for anything. And Again, it's not the accountability that we're all looking for. You know, it is a civil case. It's not a criminal case. There's 
some people that believe that this case could be turned into a criminal case. It's not true. Uh, I believe that there are all forms of statute of limitation issues here on the criminal, but they were fortunate to be able to um, bring it back to life in a civil proceeding. Uh, putting all that aside, it still holds him accountable for the allegations and the statements that he, it validates is the word I was thinking and hoping for. It validates what E. Jean Carroll has been saying all along. And so again, you know, it's a, I'm, I'm ecstatic for her as should everyone be because what she went through, not just the initial scenario, but when she brought it to light, the attacks upon her, her credibility, her looks, her everything. Um, today, today brings justice for her. I want to show this clip right now. We're getting some responses in. This is Ronna McDaniel, the head of the RNC. She was asked on Fox if she thinks that this is a big deal, that Donald Trump was just found liable of sexual abuse and defamation uh, to the tune of $5 million. Let's play this clip of Ronna McDaniel, and then I'll get your response. We, we invited you to talk about the 2024 race and a number of aspects of what's going on right now. Um, but your reaction to this decision by this jury here in New York City with regard to the current lead in the Republican Party for the nomination? Well, we haven't heard from uh, President Trump yet, so I don't want to get ahead of him. We have heard him prior to the verdict saying this is untrue. I imagine he'll say the same thing. Uh, I do think the American people, though, are going to be focused on what's happening at our southern border, what's happening with inflation, what's happening in their lives uh, under the Biden administration. And that's where I think the focus is going to continue to be for people looking at uh, 2024 and ahead. Cohen, I want to get your response. And we're just getting a new post on Truth Social that we will share and discuss. But first, let's just take a quick break. Support for Midas is brought to you by Manscaped, who has the best in men's below-the-waist grooming products. That's right, their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MIDAS at manscaped.com. Look, everyone knows that you have to be careful when dealing with the family jewels. You definitely don't want to use an old crusty electric trimmer. Yikes! That's why I'm so excited to partner with Manscaped. Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0 has arrived, and oh man, it's a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Reserver Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0, this trimmer is the future of grooming, and dare I say the greatest below the waist trimmer ever? Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has 4000K LED spotlights you'll need for a more precise shave. And because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. 
You thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Their Crop Reserver Deodorant and Crop Reviver Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. It's time to take care of yourself. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code BEAT. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BEAT. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. I have a big family and that means there's usually a lot of trash left over by the time the work week comes to an end. And frankly, I used to feel a bit guilty about this, but then I got a low me. Now that I have a Lomi, it's changed the way I think about my food waste. First off, Lomi transforms my garbage into gold at the push of a button. Lomi is a countertop electric composter that turns food scraps to dirt in just under four hours. Now I love composting, plus it's made cooking at home even more fun. There's no more food rotting in my garbage and smelling up the kitchen. Thanks to Lomi, I only have to take out the trash once a week, and it's a hassle-free, mess-free experience. No more leaking bags. Here's something cool too. I turn my waste into nutrient-rich dirt that I feed to my plants, lawn, or garden. That means it's not going to landfills and producing methane gas. I get to help the environment and make my life easier. And all the food scraps, plant clippings, and even those leftovers I forgot in the back of the fridge, they go back into my garden, helping me grow more nutritious food right from the backyard. I learned that food waste makes up a huge portion of our personal carbon footprint, and by reducing the amount of food that I send to a landfill, I'm helping to do my part for this planet while also feeding my garden. Now, whether you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just grow a beautiful garden, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash Midas and use the promo code Midas to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to lomi.com slash Midas and use the promo code Midas at checkout. Thank you, Lomi, for sponsoring this. We are back live on Political Beatdown. When we scheduled this live, the main topic we were going to be talking about was Michael Cohen's motion to dismiss down in the federal courthouse in the Southern District of Florida, where Donald Trump filed a $500 million lawsuit against Cohen, an incredibly powerful motion to dismiss. We touched on that briefly, but of course, right now, the big breaking news that Donald Trump has been found liable for sexually abusing. How could abusing we not talk e. about it? If this was, I mean, for God's sakes, if this was a standard on nonsensical, boring, you know, cable news or regular television, they have breaking news and they would just come right in on your favorite show. So here, at least we had an opportunity from the very beginning. I do just also along with um, with Jordy, I want to thank our sponsor, Manscaped. Right. Think about it. Tools for the jewels. That's supposed to be the that's the hashtag tools for the jewels. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it. You know, Jordy's the best. Jordy's the best bad guy in the business. But support our sponsors because they support pro democracy content like this. But uh, E. Jean Carroll prevailed. The jury found Donald Trump sexually abused her and defamed her, awarding a total of $5 million 
in damages. Look, Ben, what now- do you think, Ben? What do you think is going to happen as you've read through the thirty-three page uh, motion uh, to dismiss, as well as the memorandum of law prepared by Danya uh, Perry and by Ben Brodsky on my behalf and filed yesterday? Uh, what do you think is going to happen? You know, as well, uh, it's going to be something similar. Now, again, my hope is that we're able to expedite this. We'll, you know, put it through Florida's what they call a rocket docket, uh, because again, he's the plaintiff. And I told everybody, if you follow me on Twitter or on social media anywhere, I said that Donald Trump would rue the day that he decided to file this bogus, bullshit, reckless, you know. Um, lawsuit against me. He did it for two reasons, as I've explained as I've explained before. The first reason that he did it is retaliation. It was bothering him that uh, he had just gotten uh, all of these issues, uh, like with the uh, district attorney of New York and blamed me for it. Uh, so it was retaliatory. But on top of that, it's also sending a warning shot across the bow to anyone else who even thinks for a moment of assisting or participating or providing any information that could be deemed um, not useful or beneficial to Donald in his quest for power. Um, this, who I mean, who on their in their right mind wants to get served with a five hundred million dollar lawsuit? Uh, whether it's ridiculous or not? And the answer is no one, especially if the plaintiff in the matter happens to be the former president of the United States. And a guy, despite he's not worth nearly what he says, he's certainly worth a whole lot more than I am uh, and most people. And at the end of the day, you know, he has the wherewithal within which to keep fighting. But then again, thanks to everybody's support, it's continue. We still need the support because we're gonna, I'm going to fight this thing until the until the very end and to ensure that he is held accountable just as he was held accountable in that lawsuit where he filed and Ben was referring to they were sanctioned for a million dollars he sued Hillary Clinton and others um I'm going to ensure that he is held accountable and that way the the country the world will know exactly you know the games that Donald likes to play Aaron Ruper, who does an incredible job finding and posting these clips of all the breaking news stories of the day and exposing right-wing extremism, he just posted, I wonder how CNN will handle news of Trump's guilty verdict for sexual abuse during tomorrow night's town hall. Let's not forget that CNN scheduled a town hall with Donald Trump. Now it's the day after a jury returned a verdict that Donald Trump was liable for sexual abuse. That is probably one of the most despicable decisions made by CNN to host it and to host it in that format and to justify it as, quote, unique positions that they need to explore with Donald Trump as they make their far right turn. But I wonder if Donald Trump will say this. This is what Donald Trump just posted right now on his social media platform. He wrote, I have absolutely no idea who this woman is. This verdict is a disgrace, a continuation of the greatest witch hunt of all time. What did Again, I tell you another he would de- say? Ben, what did I, uh, what did I tell you that he was going to say? 
Did I turn you and tell you he would deny it, it, that he was not going to take account, that there's no accountability on his behalf. So he's going to, next one that's going to come out is saying, you know, he's going to be grifting off of this, you know, decision as well. It's the, you know, again, it's the radical left, you know, Democrats. It's the, it, the Trump haters, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's so predictable already. And yet, after twice impeached, now held accountable for rape, right? Uh, civil, right? For uh, civil, what, what, how did civil they- sexual, uh, sexual, sexual abuse. Yeah, I want it to be right. A c- civil sexual abuse case. You have an indictment for uh, 34 counts or, uh, you know, with the district attorney, you have the case now going to trial, the civil case for uh, the Trump organization and him and his children. He's still- He's still leading the GOP. You know, the more I thought about the same thing about uh, the CNN uh, interview tomorrow, I wouldn't be shocked if he calls it off. I really wouldn't be. I'm sure that right now his people are on the phone with CNN saying that we want to exclude any questions that deal with this case because we're contemplating potential appeals or whatnot, Um, you know, and that it would be improper and unfair to have to litigate this when we're going to litigate it in a court of law. I can assure you that somebody is calling them right now on that exact topic. Uh, yeah, we're getting these responses in now. Also, before we took the break, this is uh, E. Jean Carroll leaving the court with her lawyer, Roberta Kaplan. All smiles. What a courageous person she is. Incredible, incredible. That's her leaving the federal courthouse in Manhattan. I want to also play for you. Oh, is that, uh, let's see, that's her entering the, the car right there. I want to play for you Rona McDaniel now as well. This is what Rona McDaniel uh, said when she was asked about uh, this verdict. Uh, it's the Rona McDaniel clip number one. Um, there she had, There's two clips here. I'm going to play both of them. First, I'll play the first, then I'll call up the second, then I'll get your response. But let's play the first clip. She's the head of the RNC, by the way. We, we invited you to talk about the 2024 race and a number of aspects of what's going on right now. Um, but your reaction to this decision by this jury here in New York City with regard to the current lead in the Republican Party for the nomination? Well, we haven't heard from uh, President Trump yet, so I don't want to get ahead of him. We have heard him prior to the verdict saying this is untrue. I imagine he'll say the same thing. Uh, I do think the American people, though, are going to be focused on what's happening at our southern border, what's happening with inflation, what's happening in their lives uh, under the Biden administration. And that's where I think the focus is going to continue to be for people looking at uh, 2024 and ahead. Let me show you the other clip, too. This is her. You know, shame on Ron. It's Rana. It's Rana Romney McDaniel. You may remember that she happens to be the niece of Mitt Romney. But she's a total disgrace. The fact, first of all, as a as a woman, 
forgetting about as an American, as a human being, that she should be turning around and what we're doing, you have to applaud the heroism of E. Jean Carroll. You have no idea what it feels like when you are at the center of the storm, right? She certainly doesn't. And so instead, what's she trying to do? She's playing the RNC bullshit. She's deflecting. And, oh, they don't really care that he was found guilty of this, um, you know, this sexual, this civil sexual assault, but rather they care about the border. Yeah, we do care about the border. All right. And that we care about uh, what's going on in the economy. Yes, we do. But you know what we care about right now, today at, you know, at 3.45 p.m. right on the 9th? We care about E. Jean Carroll. We care about this decision. We care about the character of a man who wants to be president again. All right. We care about all of this. One doesn't negate the other, you stupid ass. All right. In fact, what it should be doing is sending a message to the GOP that he's the wrong guy. He's the wrong guy. You may not like Joe Biden. That's fine. That's fine. You're not supposed to. You're the head of the RNC. So I get it. You don't like Joe Biden. Good for you. But at the end of the day, what? how could you make these statements as an American, as a human, as a woman? To me, it makes absolutely no sense what she's doing. It really doesn't. <laughs> And, and to your point, she doubled down. This is what she said right after that. Play this clip. I just wonder what you think about, you know, whether or not, because one of the areas that is very important, obviously, to electing the next president is going to be the women's vote in a lot of suburban areas in Philadelphia, in, in Michigan, in Wisconsin. Um, and some people have suggested that this trial uh, coming on top of the hush money trial maybe a, a difficult hurdle for Donald Trump to get over uh, electorally with those voters, with suburban women voters. What do you think about that, Rana? Well, I think we've got a long way until the primary process begins. We've got debates in August. Uh, as a suburban woman myself, I think a lot of women right now are looking at the Biden administration and saying, our kids are still struggling in school. Our kids are being weapon are being used as uh, as pawns and TikTok as as uh, China is gathering their data. We have set we had 70,000 fentanyl deaths last year as Biden is not protecting our kids from that coming across our border. I think a lot of women are incredibly disappointed with the Biden administration, so they'll be looking at the Republican nominee, whoever that is, to put forward an opposing vision and one that's going to help suburban moms, suburban kids, uh, and families across this country. Look, every one of her talking points there is complete and utter BS. But if you want to have those types of debates and discussions, to your point, Michael, let's let's have those discussions. We could explain to you why you're wrong. But maybe if we have intelligent conversations, there are certain areas we could actually find agreement on to move the nation forward. We could have a civil debate and civil discourse. But you were just asked a question as the head of the RNC, what you think about the fact that a jury, 9-0 unanimous, just made a finding that Donald Trump sexually abused E. Jean Carroll and defamed her. What is your response to that? And the response is, well, we don't really care about that. You, you don't care about that? When you take that tact, when you take that approach, 
then it's like you can't even there's no normal conversation you can have with someone and who reacts right. think about when you asked me the question before we saw the clip because i hadn't seen that clip before and i said to you how could any woman forgetting about ronna romney mcdaniel how could any woman sit and just ignore something like this and then just say the atrocious things that she said well we don't care you know and so on even the moderator for fox asked the same question how is this going to affect trump's election possibilities in certain states by women and the answer is it should now i'm not talking about the women who are part of the maga cult i'm not talking about them i'm talking about everyone else and there comes a point in time that this isn't about the two-time impeached now twice indicted now held guilty we're talking about sexual assault and he could claim whatever he wants his innocence witch hunt it's bullshit it never happened she's not my type blah 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 all right at the end of the day a jury of his peers based upon his own pathetic deposition the recorded deposition gave them no out but to acknowledge E. Jean Carroll statements and at the and go ahead and to find him guilty of the civil of the civil charges and so you know what shame on Rana um honestly just shame on her there's nothing else that any of us can you know it's kind of like how do you how do you shame somebody with no shame well you do what we're doing right now exactly you go to the beatdown. <laughs> you go to political beatdown. You build mea culpa. You build the Midas Touch Network, and you gotta re envision and reimagine what the media is, where you just talk about the truth. Because the right wing—they're not conservatives anymore. They're MAGA Republicans at the end of the day, and you can't have an honest, normal discussion with them. Like this is what they are saying right now. Like we are having a very serious discussion on a very serious issue in a court of law where evidence was presented. A jury just found nine to zero that Donald Trump sexually abused E. Jean Carroll and found that he defamed her. He engaged in malicious conduct. He did it with malice and they awarded E. Jean Carroll five million dollars and we're having a serious conversation about a serious issue now on newsmax the maga republican propaganda network that's you know competing with fox for who can uh just out fascist each other they had on a guest uh dick morris um and let me show you what he said on newsmax just now in response play this clip well not question uh, i think that look all of these cases boil down to Donald Trump versus the accuser. And in this case, uh, it's a zero sum game. And what Trump needs to do is to defame her a little bit more. <laughs> he needs to go after her and say this happened so long ago. She waited to bring the charges. She did. She only talked about it after she got a $70,000 book advance. And then to add the other ingredient that this is a likely all democratic jury. We don't know that because we don't have the names of the jurors, but it's in New York where 87% of the voters backed Biden over Trump. And I think it's a combination of running against the victim and running against the jury pool. 
Is there a um, constitutional issue in this, uh, uh, Alan? Because what yes. I'm wondering is, is that this, this is appealed. Um, it, it can only keep going if there's a constitutional issue. Oh, it can there, uh, there, go up to some point. Several constitutional issues. There's not any constitutional yeah, issues, I, number one. Look, and, 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 look, I happen to know Dick Morris, and I can tell you, uh, it's exactly what I would have expected him to say. There's nothing new that's here. Oh, yeah. I, I, what did I say to you earlier on when we were talking about this? What they would say, oh, it's New Yorkers, it's the radical left, it's the libs, uh, you know, trying to take Donald down so that he's not going to become the nominee because he's the only one that could beat Joe Biden, blah, blah, blah. It's all that they're saying. They're just saying it in different words. Each and every one of them, a disgrace. It just, it's, it's a disgrace. The fact that this, you have no idea, folks, you have no idea the, the pain that this thing causes when you have someone like Donald Trump and his maggots that come after you and that they attack you, not just on social media, but in the press and on television all day and all night. She withstood the barrage, the assault. She withstood it. And I know what it feels like. It is miserable. She withstood it. And now she won. Now, will he, you know, will he go ahead and will he appeal? Probably yes. I could see him doing that. I would hope that her attorneys would force them to bond uh, the decision if, in fact, that they tried to appeal it. But I don't know. Um, you know, he would be smart just to pay it and move on and hope that it, you know, dissipates from the American people's memories close enough so that when it comes time for the election, that it you know, that it's no longer on people's minds. But right now, the Democrats should be. This is our biggest problem as Democrats. Our messaging sucks. I don't know how many times that I've had this conversation on Maya Culpa, for example, with the guys from Lincoln Project, with you guys from Midas Touch, with, you know, Justice Matters, with um, Glenn Kirshner. I keep saying the same thing. Our messaging sucks. They should automatically right now have, and not for television, for social, for, um, you know, for um, our social platform, our social media platforms, put it out there. Donald Trump held, and then just keep running it and running it and running it. And don't ever let anybody forget that today is a victory, not just for E. Jean Carroll, but for women and for holding Donald accountable for a dirty deed. There are more that's coming. And again, I ask, you know, folks on the GoFundMe, please help to support this next one because again, accountability matters. And I and I had every intention of holding him accountable, uh, holding his, you know, his feet to the fire on all the things that he has done that he says in this complaint and so on. For those just tuning in, Cohen, we are one of the most watched live shows on all of YouTube right now in the entire world. Thank you to the Brigaders. We began this show by talking about Michael Cohen's motion to dismiss Donald Trump's frivolous and disgusting $500 million lawsuit. Nonetheless, still suing you for a lot of money in the Southern District of Florida. And Cohen gave an epic response, an epic motion to dismiss. But as we started our live broadcast, we got word right away that the E. Jean Carroll verdict was coming in. We got that verdict uh, that the jury found that Donald Trump was indeed liable for sexually abusing E. Jean Carroll and defaming E. Jean Carroll. The jury awarded E. Jean Carroll 
$5 million. We're learning a little more about, though, the jury didn't check the yes box on the rape but check the yes box on the sexual abuse. And the distinction many are actually speculating is that during the questioning of E. Jean Carroll, she couldn't say for certain if a genital penetration took place based on, and, and I'm not trying to be facetious here, is that one of the, the reasons people are speculating is because Donald Trump's penis is so small that whether or not that actually was or wasn't part of the rape definition versus an underlying sexual abuse that took place. And so that is why they may have checked the sexual abuse box, but not the other box. Nonetheless, finding Donald Trump liable for sexual abuse and for defamation uh, to the tune of $5 million. And, and here's where it goes next. There are There's one other case that E. Jean Carroll um, has filed for defamation against Donald Trump that's gone through the Court of Appeals. That's actually set to take place as well. Donald Trump's continuing to defame her. So whether or not there's additional acts of defamation or not, um, that will, you know, there could be future cases. And for those saying Donald Trump's going to appeal, yes, he appeals everything, but I don't think there is a legitimate basis here at all. It's just a delay. It's just a, it's a short delay. Uh, you know, you can listen to whatever Dick Morris or, um, you know, any anybody else wants to turn around and say constitutional issue. Alan Dershowitz is constitution, constitutional issues. No, it's not. What's going to if even if they appeal, which I don't I'm not 100 percent certain that he will. He'll talk about it. He'll run it all the way to the last minute. Uh, but even if he does, it doesn't matter. It's not going to get um it's, it's not going to get delayed all that long because there is no constitutional issue. Uh, and even if they are successful, it's going to get remanded back to Judge um, Kaplan here. And this is a jury verdict. So I'm not sure what they're, you know, what they're going to be appealing, what the amount, uh, you know, it's excessive. Who knows? You know, we'll wait to see what he chooses to do. But I like your comment about <laughs> There's no penetration. So basically, Ben, what you're saying is that it's limpless, lifeless, and useless, except to connect his bladder to the outside world or to the urinal. <laughs> you put it in terms that I only wish I was that uh, articulate. But I, I want to talk about- By the way, that something. actually was from a law school case that I remember going back into the <laughs> 1990s when I, was in, when I was in law school. There was a case, exactly the same thing, the allegations that he could not have raped her because he was impotent. So that's what just made me think about that case. Well, th th that's also why when- And it's really funny, Donald, so I thought I'd share it. When, when, when Donald Trump was said to depose you in the, in the New York Attorney General case, and I'm like, Cohen kind of has a pretty good memory on things, as you just showed there. And I was like, I'm not sure the best witness you want to call in that case, but I, I want to talk about one other thing that I know you have- personal experience with, though, and that's Judge Hellerstein, the federal judge in the Southern District Fantastic of New York. So, so Donald Trump is attempting to remove the Manhattan District Attorney's criminal case, uh, the 34 falsifying business record felony case. Donald Trump filed a notice of removal 
uh, to the Southern District of New York federal court. Why would Donald Trump do that? Delay, delay, delay. But he was trying to get that same Judge Viscasel, who he mm-hmm. appointed because he thought she was going to be like a Judge Eileen Cannon for him and accept jurisdiction when she shouldn't because she made some bad rulings before in, in a related matter. But he got Judge Hellerstein, and Judge Hellerstein just issued a ruling basically setting a scheduling of when they would be hearing about Donald Trump's attempt to remove this case. But Judge Hellerstein made it very clear, I don't want this delaying at all what's going on in the Manhattan District Attorney's case in the state court. State court, proceed. There's no stay. We're not stopping. But you've appeared before, Hellerstein, so you could well, probably Well, no, I didn't appear to- before Hellerstein. I was actually in solitary confinement at the time. That was when Donya Perry uh, appeared before Hellerstein. Uh, for the unconstitutional remand. Uh, What I will say from everything that I've read about the man, uh, he is a judge's judge. He is not a Trump hater. He is not a team Cohen player. He is a judicious judge who actually follows the law, but he actually applies, um, you know, legitimate, um, you know, legitimate case law to, you know, make his determinations. It is not predicated on like some of the judges that we've seen Trump put on the bench where it's all about the party. Uh, That's not, that's not him at all. Uh, It's not the worst pick for Trump, to be honest with you. The only reason that it's not a good pick for Trump is because it's another stupid move and Judge Hellerstein will not play ball with this. He's not, it's not going to ignore to Trump's benefit. Well, again, that backfires and a historic day indeed, Michael Cohen, as this becomes one of the top trending YouTube lives in the world right now. Um, I really appreciated one. We were able to talk about your case, but obviously with the breaking news as well to be able to discuss your response and reaction to the fact that this New York jury in federal court within about three hours of deliberations found that Donald Trump was liable for sexually abusing E. Jean Carroll, liable for defend for defaming E. Jean Carroll, awarding five million dollars in damages. You, Michael Cohen, filed a historic motion to dismiss as well. I'll tell everybody, go and read Michael Cohen's full motion. We will do some more hot takes where we'll just describe it and we'll post it in the link as well. But so powerful, you calling them out. I want to give you the final word here, Michael Cohen, though. So here's another another little breaking news tidbit. Uh, It appears that I will be tomorrow... um, participating in a press call that if you follow me on Twitter at Michael Cohen 212, I'm going to post it just as soon as I get it. Just literally just got it. There's going to be a press call in regard to Comer, who is having a press conference tomorrow, or he's appearing before uh, the uh, oversight committee making requests for investigations into uh, both Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, with all of these ridiculous allegations of uh, taking money from Ukraine and so on and so forth. So I have a press conference that I will be participating in tomorrow. So stay tuned at Michael Cohen 212. I'm going to be posting 
um, the press release announcement so that people can call in and participate. It's going to be it's going to be another good one. But I do promise, as I've been told, that I cannot use my expletives, being that it's going to be obviously a press conference. Michael Cohen, final words on this historic day. Great day. Nothing else to say. Thank you to our brigaders. Beat down Midas Touch. Make sure you subscribe. Do just make sure that you're with us all the all the way because we cannot, we cannot allow Donald Trump to ever return, not even as a guest to the White House, ever, let alone to be the 47th president of the United States. That will truly be the end of our democracy. Donald Trump liable, sexual abuse. Donald Trump liable, defamation of character. $5 million, folks. A great day of justice. A great day to spend with all of the brigaders here on the political beatdown. Make sure you hit subscribe on this YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed to like the most watched live stream on YouTube and this channel, what are you doing? Come on. It's free to subscribe. So just hit the subscribe button. Also, wherever you get your audio podcast, make sure you subscribe, not just to our YouTube channel, but to the political beatdown audio podcast as well. All you got to do is search political beatdown, hit subscribe. And if you leave a five-star review for us, that helps as well. For those who just watch on audio or just listen on audio, can't watch on audio. For those who listen on audio, make sure you also watch on the YouTube channel. Subscribe on YouTube as well. So you're on all platforms. Check out Michael Cohen's book. It's called Revenge, uh, an incredible book, Revenge, How Donald Trump Weaponized the U.S. Department of Justice Against His Critics, wherever books and audiobooks are sold. In the description below, we have the uh, fund if you want to help support Michael Cohen's uh, litigation efforts. It was set up by my friend Adam Parkamenko, who does an incredible, incredible job. Um, so uh, check that out. All that money goes directly to the lawyers. Um, you can check that out in the description below. And uh, you can check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Midas Touch if last, you want to support the media. Yeah, but please don't forget, join me on Maya Culpa. Right now, I have Professor Jen Taub. It is yeah. an incredible, incredible episode. Subscribe, like it, send me a couple of reviews there too. We are killing it as well. So thank you to everybody. Thank you to our brigaders. Stay tuned because Ben and I will continue to bring you all of the raw and unfiltered information that you deserve to hear. We love you, brigaders. We love you, Midas Mighty. Shout out to the Midas Mighty. <laughs>